0: Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Going to look at a uh, collection of Robert Crumb covers today. Before we do that, I want to remind everybody that we are working cartoonists, and the best way to support Cartoonist Kayfabe is to buy our books. Ed Piscor's Red Room, the Anti-Social Network, and Trigger Warnings collects the first eight issues of Red Room. These are all self-contained stories, and these books are self-contained. So whichever one you come in contact with first, perfect place to start your collection my latest books Street Angel Deadly Scroll Alive is back in print from Image Comics so if you missed out on that first run no excuses now and the Plain Janes about a bunch of high school kind of outsider artists disrupting the status quo in their quiet little suburb pick that one up wherever you pick up graphic novels and comics but we are here to look at the Cornelius published collection of the complete crumb comic covers I admire Crumb's drawing to no end. I'm not sure there's a better just pure drawer working in comics and the covers really show that off. So this came across my social media feed at some point and um, recently. This is a new edition, a new book. So that means you can still find it, it's still in print and uh, I had to scoop it up. Yeah.
1: Like, I guess, you know, they got to call it something, but like even that front cover is a sketchbook page that shows Crumb holding up zap one. so there's a lot to this complete package
0: yeah unfortunately the text is all in French so I can't offer context to that but my suspicion is that these it's it's very comprehensive like I think you're getting a lot of foreign editions in here and that some of them are put together Jimmy, from uh, sketchbooks I love it off the bat man when you watch the Crumb
1: documentary or you get those first like three four volumes of the complete Crumb comics this is how you know that it's not the complete Crumb comics like these should have been included in there. I, I wanted I want all of these fully reprinted. It's a heartbreaking story. Uh, if you listen to the Criterion Collection commentary with Ro- uh, Roger Ebert and Terry Zwagoff, Terry said that when Charles, who held on to most of of their kid comics, when he passed away, Robert Crumb basically like got on a plane immediately and and traveled across the country because he wanted to rescue the arcades and these almanacs and stuff that that uh charles held on to because he just knew that the mom was going to just throw them away and have like no significance to like just just trash and he got there too late and they got trashed you know so like these probably represent the stuff that survived
0: yeah it's uh right the complete Crumb comics that that you can find.
1: Yeah, and these pieces would be in sketchbooks. You could keep rocking, man. Oh, dude.
0: Yeah, it's really an astounding collection. Yes. And, uh, one that will be probably exhausted by the time we reach the end of. Sure. Like we saw, those were like the the free
1: weeklies, like even before Zap and things. This is the funny shit because, like, okay, so that's Ripoff
0: Press. They're not printed in an order that I can tell. Uh huh. So, you know. Maybe, um, well, maybe maybe they are and and some of them are reprints is why like some of the dates are different at the bottom, you know, like what edition we're seeing. Yeah, see, this is the familiar
1: territory. We would see these in, in the sketchbook reprints and just like
0: make note of like the amazing lettering. That's what makes a collection of covers by him so great is that the drawing, it's not just the image. Yeah. You know, like it's the design, it's the lettering, it's all of it.
1: It's like full Kurtzman on that one. Playing with different materials, like looking like straight up magic marker that just, you know
0: I thought even crayon made. Totally. It. Yeah, it's it's wild. If you're just a fan of design, I think this was a book that would that would be, you know,
1: that's the thing, like f- fantastic. Like this guy is operating like he's spinning a lot of plates with proficiency
0: yeah if if you think of your average comic book artist as like sort of an illustrator it really is he's playing chess while we're all playing chess (laughs) yeah for sure i mean it's again the the just the lettering alone if you're just a fan of hand lettering this is going to be a collection that you won't get tired of anytime soon yeah there's a cover we might all recognize here
1: (laughs) and i always thought this was cool like so like when he went to american greetings and got got um got introduced to color separations and how that whole game is played uh so he had he had that skill set that he developed in cleveland and then he gets his chance to like have a comic with a glossy cover but dude you, you're you getting three co- colors so like, we can't splurge for like the other one so it's like how do you make those colors work you know you hatch and you know he didn't have benday or something To do the tones and stuff, so you know, do some hatching, and you get some value.
0: It's so funny because that yellow, especially, it looks like uh, you know, like a like a fifty percent yellow or something. You know, screens that we're used to, but it's horizontal lines that he's drawing as opposed to the dots. Yeah, and you know what? I am watching these dates, and I do think they are arranged um, chronologically. I think that first one was a was a reprint issue, is why the date threw me off. Yeah. Yeah, and there that you know sub, a later printing of, was, of an original.
1: Yeah, there was text and stuff, and, and like that probably would give you the deal.
0: And I mean, a lot of this stuff, it may be that uh, it's sketchbook stuff. Although we saw the, that original is, um, baby at uh, the at the Biennial at
1: the uh, at the what you call it, by the Carnegie.
0: Yes. And I think we have the printed version uh, comes through on a Warren episode. I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's so hard to keep straight some of the stuff that we found how about this is like see this is where i think this is a french edition but yeah. is this one of his sketchbooks where they're reproducing the cover right you know of, a, of, of one of those editions it's also funny to see like what stuff i have you know like what which which of these books do i have on my shelf look at this for again pure drawing yeah. just line drawing like clear line drawing and i think some of that stuff again is the is the foreign editions mm-hmm.
1: making use of that two color more sketchbook materials this is so great because like uh it was one of the two-man comics that uh he did with with charles and uh in some of the coffee table books like the R chrome coffee table book over there uh you could see the charles stuff and then he would go on and do like fully
0: finished versions yeah and and charles they're noted underneath too so you can see the collaboration you're spot on with fun that they do you know even if these are i don't, I don't know if they actually are editions or not but it's cool to see like the sketchbook stuff yeah. next to the very polished yeah. pieces
1: yeah i mean that's just sketchbook but like dude it's the cooper font but like you know what does his archives what does his morgue files like look like does he just have morgue files of just typography because I it, wonder it, that. it all looks set up and and i've seen like i have this like uh mr natural collection and there was like some like 1930s book that almost matches the the cover design and like the complete crumb comics like the logo with the with the sort of whole orientation of everything and like the font choices like that comes from some like weird golden age comic that like,
0: he just he's he's deep dude look at that for like same concept but, but working it out in very different uh yeah. You yeah, know, the style the and sketchbook language. sketchbook
1: joint and then yeah the blueprints
0: iconic stuff cool to see like a one color but it's not black and white yeah probably just black ink on the color paper yeah i, I i'm with you on the lettering and what he's drawing from yeah. because there would be collections of lettering you know especially back in the day like if you're a designer it's not like you're running through the list on uh you know indesign or something like you needed a sample yeah and,
1: and you learn tricks you know like so he knows like you know cut like a 10 percent,
0: like that and it'll create some depth I have a giant letter, I think it's a letterpress book, and it's all like the fonts that were available at that time. Mm. And that's, I mean, it's just, you know, lettering. One of my first design jobs, it was um, a guy who transitioned to digital. You know, it would have been like a 90s kind of job, and he had printouts of all the fonts in a binder, you know, like he was making his own reference uh, that you could look at. Also range of what he's drawing, I feel like is... Something that you could take for granted, you know, to go from something like this, which is cartoony in a way, to something like this, which is almost a different style of cartoon.
1: And and dude, you can't you can't shrug. So like, dude, playing with registration stuff. So it's like should, when because he's cutting his steps, like so he's playing with this kind of thing and like drawing on, you know, some separations to get images like that. Like there's so much technique that is completely invisible to just like some guy who wants to read hippie comics or whatever (laughs) you know like imagine like the the to get that blend of the sky like that's not trivial
0: i also wonder when you see this thick line is he going over that like is he essentially drawing that line with several or is he cutting the screens you know because you you see that it's part of his language that yeah. thick line yeah but it's so uniform looking but i don't know what kind of pen it's like a bigger uh, rapidograph yeah, than no, i have yeah no it's it's he's doubling up the, like this is another one
1: of those ones where like i seen like the the reference for this uh and it's you know some little like, old ragtime time something right or other.
0: yeah i think that's a big thing you know like we all draw from the stuff that we see and what he's collecting is is different than what i'm collecting yeah Love this lettering. Yeah, man. I love I all the lettering. Really fun cartooning. And this is another one. This is one of my favorite covers of his where it just again is this going cubism. Just a different style. Yeah. With a paste up even of his face. Pretty bold idea for a logo. Yeah. He was just so in demand. That's some. Um, that's something too to, to make note of, like as you see these years, and something that I think Again, I don't hear people talk about it as much, but like any of these alternative newspapers, I feel like got a cover by him. Yeah, you know, it was almost like spreading this style, like uh, Johnny Appleseed planting cherry trees or something. When I was in Japan, I saw a Japanese R. crumb wannabe dude. Yum yum book.
1: Yeah, dude, For, in the sketchbook. Like that's the one that Dana gets to have.
0: Arcade the uh, Spiegelman, and uh, Bill
1: Griffith i i remember buying this one as a kid
0: Mm, i don't have that one
1: that's this is a great one this has the best the best crumb story ever man The, the one called that's life where it follows that blues musician from like the delta makes a record like steps out on his wife goes through all the stuff that the blues guys go through and then the end of it is like some old crusty white dudes like go into like like black neighborhoods knocking on doors like do you have records for sale buys a record and then it's just like a room full of his, their homies like putting on the record just like it, listening to
0: it just enjoying it right man. this looks like it might be shot from originals yeah because that looks like uh, an uneven whatever he absolutely colored that our crumb with absolutely very very spotty i always remember rob wasn't rob liefeld or jim valentina told a story of rob Liefeld reading that comic in a student and like throwing it <laughs> across the room <laughs> Dude, airbrush. That
1: like that's the only way you get that.
0: Aileen, rest in peace. Yeah. This is pretty far out. You know, if if you only showed me a snippet of that, it's almost uh, Ditko's late era where he's doing like the crazy yeah. Word, yeah, yeah, yeah. wordplay ones, as part packages of the graphics. And stuff. Painting.
1: And the guy can paint, you know.
0: Pretty iconic. Oh, the American Splendor. Really loose here.
1: Yeah, very bold line.
0: You know, yeah, deadline,
1: like 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 you know, using one kind of pen. Yeah, almost feels like drawn at size. He'll be adventurous and like the, like the HUP period, which will probably be in here. Like you know, he's first time ever he starts using brush in the '80s. You know, 20, 25 years after he starts doing
0: his almost thing. like crap hound clip art on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally.
1: You know he's an early uh, member of the Church of the Subgenius. How beautiful are these? Oh, dude, like, like that, this issue of Complete Crumb Comics. Like, I just would fucking stare at these things, man. Once again, playing around with the uh, separations a little bit more, and those are the thing with the with the um, weirdo covers where he's like hatching the the tone. So like he's cutting the right. steps, but then he's like clipping shit out of there.
0: Yeah, for value. very informative. The printing on this is really sharp, and you can see it with like those color, that that color uh, plaid pattern, and also
1: an airbrush background. So it's it's what I'm trying to stress is that it's so much more than drawing. Can like like look at this man cut cut with screens,
0: even cutting into like a pattern on the tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah drawing there's... on drawing. Like I'd love to see the production piece for that.
1: I remember uh, Chicago had some big symposium with all the big cartoonists, and and he was up there with uh, Gary Panter, and Gary Panther was talking about how much he loved off registration, and is making crumb nuts. Like, like <laughs> do bet. you understand the amount of attention and care that I put into my covers to not have it go off registration, and it, and you want that? You're okay with that?
0: What is this? Yeah, that's a what good is question. that sky made out of? Yeah. Yeah, you you don't see the dots. I don't know. I've never seen that piece before. It's it's very intricate too. Like I would believe that those are cut, but man, that's that's an intricate pattern if yeah. you're going to cut that out. I love the logo on there too. I, I've never seen either of these pieces. The other thing that I know coming going through this, and I and I've purposely not gone through this too much before yeah, yeah, you know, totally. doing it here, but it's almost like it reminds me of we looked at Dojinci turtles yeah and it was like look at all the styles you sort of have this here yeah you know like there's a template where it's like oh i see some chris ware there i see some charles burns there it feels like he's explored so much in terms of drawing especially in black and white and in logo design that you see it everywhere and the weirdo covers for me some of my favorite crumb are these weirdo covers took him 18 years to get that a place
1: where he's he's able to do like his like full ode to harvey kurtzman like humbug and shit look
0: at yeah, I mean, that's perfect timing, Ed. Because yeah. I feel like that's you can see some of it there. But that's nuts. I don't even know what's going on there. Yeah, collage yeah just and,
1: a total collage piece. This I is another like this one of my favorites. Iconic. Yeah.
0: I always picture this one in black and white, you know, because of the way those lines are going off. Right. This would be another one I'd love to see the original of. Because is he drawing this and he must be drawing that in white. I think so. I don't know how else he could do it. And go
1: full cubists with the border there. Because that's the thing, these borders are all different
0: unbelievable so he's the drawing amount drawing them, in these borders yeah
1: yeah just a compulsive graph graphomaniac
0: little nod to ec comics here talking about doing you know different styles a little bit of him pulling from somewhere else
1: like he's got the big thighs and like look at the little tension mm-hmm. of the skin coming through the holes like i, I remember staring at that so much man because like uh, that's something that jaime will do when when like hopi and maggie are wearing like leggings or whatever and just seeing that it's Very like well squishy observed.
0: skin mm-hmm
1: you just don't get that in superhero comics.
0: <laughs> so strange. <laughs> There's so many layers to his drawings too. Go
1: back one real quick, man, because this, this is that part where he's talking about his morgue files and showing it off on the Crumb documentary. And, and he's like, yeah, you see this photo? That's this right here. And, and it's not, like, this is not from one photo. It's like, he's got this gang of photos and he's like looking at stuff and like, okay, I'll draw this here and I'll draw that there to make compose one big image.
0: This is another one I'd be curious. Like, is this a separate piece that's, that's just put question. on there to photograph? Or is that actually the, on the original art? Good question. It's just such bold design. Probably doesn't get credit as a designer that he should. No. But, but like, every cartoonist does. This is know, another like, one of my favorites. Yeah. It's, that's To me, that's such a striking this, drawing. This
1: might be the one that has the Philip K. Dick joint.
0: Yeah, it could be. But the fine line, like the hatching that he's doing around that, that weirdo logo, man... How's he have time to do this many covers, Ed? Yeah. Um, I think this is the Philip K. Dick one. Yeah. This is another one, though, that just love every, every bit of this concept. <laughs> More American Splendor with a snot rocket hanging out.
1: <laughs>
0: Incredible. Starting to brush. use brush. Yeah. Yeah, getting into the Hup era pretty interesting the idea that he's going to start experimenting with brush you know this is the 80s like he's you know decades in totally and it's not a very long period yeah it's not a very
1: long period i think he's always had like a push-pull with hatching and trying to find better ways like look at the drapery dude it all fucking works there's a logic to it all the lighting is always accurate
0: and again doing stuff striped shirt on crumb plaid skirt that's done in the color yeah really like those buildings and logo this to me feels like um like a clausian kind of sure. treatment yeah and then this to me a lot of rule breaking you've got half your pages is, is just your title lettering in this little tiny image but boy that's a good looking cover can't complain about the end result. Like that face too. Yeah, that's an unused cover. Oh, really? Yeah, this is the. Ah, interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that weirdo cover.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just that's that imagination, favorite. man. Like, like he's he, he's a funny guy. You know how like when we interviewed Klaus and and Klaus said that that Crumb told him, like. You know, get into botany or something for a year so that you don't get burnout. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and 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 Klaus is just like, dude, he's trying to throw me off the off the scent. Crum <clears throat> also says like, you know, that he regrets <laughs> taking like that pharmaceutical grade acid and all that kind of shit. But like, you can't argue with the imagery that comes out of that kind of thing. So like, is he trying to throw people off the scent or is he trying to be, uh, you know, like a
0: like a you know, cautious old dude? Mm. Give, that, giving you the scoop when he talks about like the uh the acid from like the guys in the dark suit the yeah. acid that he was like in a in a trip for a long time after is that in the documentary no it's in a is it in a comic he he does talk about having a weird where he's like
1: it just had this other effect i don't think it was acid it made my brain all fuzzy like he says that
0: because i was looking at uh midnight climax the cia's like yeah. dousing, uh, people yeah. and, and the time overlaps, you know, like it's in the sixties in San Francisco, whenever they're doing that. And you go down that rabbit hole and it's like pretty indiscreet the way they're, they're They're putting acid out into civilians. Right. right. And it always makes me wonder if like they cross paths there. This is a cool one, man, because not only do you have
1: aliens contribution, but, but Sophie has the chops now and, and so, and she's popping
0: into the game. You know it's a shame they don't they don't credit them down here. Like some of those others, you know, we we saw Charles credited on that one cover. Yeah, Be good to have that in there.
1: I look forward to doing this issue with you, dude. The self-loathing comics. Mm-hmm. These
0: these are special comics. That's an amazing cover too. Were you buying those like right, in real time, new. like when they're being published? Brand new, man.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. See, see, this is the one that like there is a um, there is a reference. Like this is in reference to something. And when you see the original cover, it's really cool seeing them side by side. Because, like, you see, like, it's all the same title treatments and the serifs are in the right spots. Like, that's what you do. Like, he's not an educated dude. He didn't go to art school. So, like, you don't know the rules of, like, serif, sans serif when you're, like, using different fonts together and shit like that. So, like, just steal it. Right. Just just take it from the people who went to school and figured all that crap out. This is always a great one, dude. Because it's a... he. He's a famous like conspiracy theorist guy and like illuminati aliens all that shit are real so it's just like all that stuff <laughs> is in here man like little fucking mm-hmm. aliens and and you know third eye imagery you might see i i i can't see the compass anywhere but it's probably there
0: that's funny you know i look at this and i think like the 60s poster lettering
1: this this is a logo from like a jay disbrow comic that's just called mystic or so or maybe it is called mystic funnies perfect that, that's what I'm saying this dude like he's not playing like he really was a part of fandom he he might be the guy who who called him the good duck artist
0: it it does make me think though like you have stuff that you reference like maybe old albums yeah but then you also have the stuff you're living with and seeing mm-hmm. you know like it, it becomes very hard to reverse another of um, the late Eileen uh, Kaminsky on cover there yeah yeah they. that's did. a pretty iconic image to me
1: this snoid from sheboygan yeah they they ended up doing so much like jam comics at the end you know like almost any comic that you would get with crumb would, would would be a jam with uh with aileen
0: and now we're entering like 2002 pretty uh pretty short run there for like you know this is 2000 so 98 to 2000 got no 99 covers uh, yeah. listed in here
1: yeah, yeah, and I feel like that even came out when we were kicking it.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh now 2003, we're getting a few more, but it, it's very interesting kind of jumping around from 03 to 05. Oh, that's cool. That's an unused one. I've never seen that before.
1: This is like the last one. It came out like when I was uh when uh after we did our first SPX together.
0: That sounds right.
1: And then and then this is this is when I am already hooked up with wow. Harvey P. Carr. Like uh, Ballantine or whatever, man, they put out two books. They put out this, which is uh, a collection of like that old double day shit, and they put out America's Splendor or Movie Year. Like these were s- side caps.
0: Makes sense. Publisher that's coordinating, uh, you know, whenever they're suppressed. Yeah. Man, I gave this to my aunt who's religious to read. <laughs>
1: We he, never discussed it. He plays it straight up. <laughs> sure. Though, though there is that one guy called Shem, and he can't help but draw Shemp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Is this unused? I don't know, man. There's it, an ash- it says Fanographics. Yeah, yeah. It says Fanographics. Somebody sent us that. Sent uh, two copies, please. <laughs> PO box three zero seven six. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that one. The other two I would always see. Yeah, see, we're getting into shit I don't know about, man. Yeah, 2016 to 2021, so that seems peculiar.
1: Yeah, I've never seen this piece. Looks like it might be Sophia's hand there, too. Yeah,
0: Looks like a different hand. And then, of course, the... uh, Lots of notes. Unfortunately, I can't read those, but... Suffice it to say, it's all the old sketchbook
1: stuff. You, you could get those uh, Tashin sketchbooks. I got them all, dude. And talk about a time sink. You've got to keep them as far away from your drawing table as possible because you will lose three hours if you pull one of those volumes down. Right for lettering. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, but just a, a great resource. You know, like I would, I would kind of put these in the same camp as that. If you're looking for inspiration or want to break all your pencils, you know, you spend a little bit of time going through here and... You learn some stuff. How about that?
1: That's you, you uh, right.
0: your, your drawing will improve.
1: That's the thing. Like when he does this lettering, you get the sense that he's just doing it all in. in um, not something like this. This is more finished. But those sketchbook pages, are just sketchbook, draw- like it's rapidograph drawings. And somehow, he has that secondhand.
0: Yeah, A little Dell reference there. Because
1: like on their little kid comic, they put that Dell on there because just mimicking mm-hmm. their whole shit. But like
0: all the orientation and the spacing is always right, and I don't think he's penciling that shit, man. Yeah, that's what's mind-blowing because also, you know how prolific he is, so it's not like he's pulling out references for any of this stuff. This is is stuff that's floating around in his head, like, ready to go. Yeah, the lettering I marvel at. Like, that's probably the thing that I'll come back to again and again.
1: Ah, here's your foreign editions and stuff
0: these are these are kind of neat you get to see a little bit of like they're shooting from the art where you get to see some of the, the crop marks and that's stuff. that's the
1: thing I used to I used to wonder about him because like before I really knew too much and I was like is he just a maniac and like doesn't know about crop marks and because like you know he's not using rulers for his yeah. panel borders and all that stuff It's a
0: pencil piece yeah it's cool don't get to see too much of that no so a heck of a book oh amazing Really cool, and uh, this is—you know—this is—we're uh, living in the matrix, so enjoy it. You know that <laughs> stuff like this exists. Yeah. Yeah, it's the exact incredible kind of
1: thing that 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 you know we all wanted. Man, good to go, Jimmy. I am. K. Okay, Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Tell the people what's out there, man.
0: Plain Jane's and Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live are both available in print right now hulk grand design monster madness these comic books are available in your local comic shop the collection will be coming soon uh, early in 2023 a big oversized beautiful fluorescent green edition so pick that one up pre-order it if you haven't already and join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see a lot more of my process behind the scenes stuff uh, scans of original art and that sort of thing you can also download a bunch of -of out-of-print zines and mini comics there
1: red room trigger warnings red room the anti-social network murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game in the red room universe each of these trade paperbacks contains four complete stories plus about 70 pages of additional material i'm working on the next round of red room comics and i'm serializing them before they hit paper on my patreon patreon patreon.com slash i have a link tree in the description below this video where you can get to uh, all of these destinations and support the uh, books that we make because the books that we make uh, help make the channel happen. Jimmy, what else do we have out there, man?
0: Subscribe to the Cartoonist k newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist k t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, fanny packs, and more at our spread shop. That link is also below this video. It's another great way to support the Cartoonist k channel. Give them those marching orders. We'll be on our way.
1: Make more comics.